This is the Swap and Ride Report for Thursday, February 15th, 2024. The Swap and Ride Report is your source for headlines, updates, and answers to frequently asked questions regarding your new collective bargaining agreement. I'm your host, Captain Matt McCants from Swapa Communications. First up, an update from the Joint Implementation Committee. Implementation this week is moving right along after a joint meeting with the company on February 6th. The meeting confirmed a multitude of items being executed out on the line, and these items include, but are not limited to, new hire training pay, vacation shifts, leg change override, and per diem for both inside and outside the continental U.S. On a related note, let's clarify any miscommunication on the per diem front. Per diem rates are effective February 1st, not DOR as initially reported. On a good note, as you may have heard on the last Swap a Number podcast, a mistake on the reserve release policy by crew scheduling was caught by one of our members out on a trip, and that error was immediately corrected. Joint Implementation Committee meetings are on the books every other week until further notice. In addition, daily and sometimes hourly discussions are being had by the SRC with crew planning, scheduling, and IT. With that in mind, you'll want to check out the new version of the annotated CBA that includes expected implementation dates and any details we can add to the language. We'll be updating the annotated version as new questions arise, new information becomes available, and dates firm up. The new annotated CBA and full implementation schedule can be found on swapa.org under the contract corner tab. The company also has an implementation hub on SWA Life, which can be found under the FlightOps homepage. There, the crew scheduling changes link will answer a lot of daily operations questions we see on various channels. Let's move on to some of the frequently asked questions this week, starting with some benefits hot topics. Many might be wondering, why am I still paying for short-term and long-term disability? Our benefits experts say you will continue to pay STD and LTD premiums, and you're still covered under these plans. We are actively working with MetLife on a new STD and LTD plan and hope to bring these new plans and pay differences to our pilots sometime in April. Unfortunately, there won't be any back pay associated with the plan transition. Okay, so what is the new loss of license, non-taxable imputed income going to cost? According to our benefits committee, the company hasn't given this information yet, but the membership will be informed as soon as we receive those numbers. Moving on to compensation and expenses. As many have already experienced, leg change override is easy to find on your pairing details. However, LCO is in a separate column, so it needs to be added to your pairing total. For now, there is no display that provides that final total for reference, so calculators and whiz wheels are recommended. It should also be correct on your payroll report. With that in mind, let's lead turn a few questions on where to find the landslide of new overrides on the way in March. According to the company, for the time being, some will be shown on the pairing itself, some in the payroll report, and some may be paid as an additional non-fly bar. The important thing is the company is making the effort to get the accurate pay to you. Stay patient and rest assured contract admin and the SRC are tracking all of them. For those with headset questions, please reference the Flight Ops communication email from January 25th, which has a link to headset reimbursement questions and answers. In short, on your electronic flight bag, sync comply 365 to load the latest forms. Then in forms, complete the expense report, citing headset as the expense type. 
Complete all the fields and submit all the requested images and the form will route to your base coordinators for processing. Next up, we turn to the 401k committee for some dates on the horizon to keep in mind. The ratification bonus will be reflected as a specific line item in your February 20th paycheck. You will see the 17% NEC take effect on your March 5th paycheck and the profit sharing plan transfer provision is still expected to be available on April 1st. Speaking of profit sharing, we've had a few questions on the issue of profit sharing versus ratification bonus off-cycle payments. We reached out to the company for an official comment, and in summary, profit sharing accounts will fund on March 15th, but any cash excess will be paid on the normal March 20 pay cycle. To see the full picture of how your 2024 retirement contributions can shape up, check out the newly updated retirement contributions calculator on swapa.org. Under Resources, find the Calculators menu, then select Retirement Contributions Calculator. Remember, the IRS contribution limits for 2024 are $23,000 for participants younger than age 50 and $30,500 for participants age 50 plus. These, along with various other limitations, are reflected in the new calculator. In the world of contract administration, these were some of the popular calls fielded by the staff. Regarding per diem, how will payroll represent the new $20 per diem associated with flights scheduled over four hours? For trips starting after DOR, you should see a 2000 at the very bottom of the payroll report to reflect each leg that is scheduled to block for over four hours. Look for a visual depiction of this in next week's snapshot. Reserve question for you. I'm coming in on the last leg of my reserve assignment, which is also the last day of my reserve block. Do I need to call scheduling to be released? Okay, couple key points here. The new language allows you to self-release if you arrive back in domicile on the last day of your reserve block and you have checked your schedule and verified you have not been assigned to any further flying. This can be as simple as refreshing Crew Hub or opening CWA so there is a record of the transaction. There is no call or check-in with scheduling required. Now there's a legality piece here too as to when your rest will begin. The programming has not been updated yet, so your rest will start seven hours after your report on the last day or your actual release, whichever is greater. This means that even if you self-release after three and a half hours of duty, the system will not consider your rest starting for another three and a half hours for the purpose of picking up new flying the following day. The reference here is section 13 Sierra 8. Another reserve situation. I'm still being assigned reserve trips that are either split to cover or imported to a new domicile and they were never run through a premium process. I thought the new language was supposed to restrict the company from exporting trips to new domiciles unless they had been run through a premium close like short notice premium or premium open time. That language will be implemented for pairings that check in on March 1st. At that point, this language will help make trips available for premium bidders rather than the former practice of adding deadheads and creating new trips just to avoid paying those premium awards. See section 13 alpha 2 for more details here. And what contract discussion would be complete without touching on RONJA? One of our pilots writes, I was rerouted into an unscheduled overnight. After my audit is complete, 
I'm showing 10 trips for pay. I thought I was supposed to get double time for my ROIN. Well, in this case, you're receiving double time the value of the day or duty period minimum. Section 2 Bravo 5 identifies that JA events will pay double time, reflecting the greater of double time the legs, double time the duty period minimum, or double time the duty hour ratio. Moving on, here is the latest from the Schedule Research Committee. A popular question is, do reserves get LCO? The answer is long but distinguished. Reserves receive LCO once they've acknowledged or checked in for an assignment with very limited exceptions. If additional duty periods are added on, LCO will apply to reassignments based on the initial assignment of each added duty period. Swap will have the revamped audit tool and scheduling handbook launched in March to help you navigate this somewhat confusing but beneficial addition to pay. Shifting to vacation, no pun intended, for those of you wondering when you can shift your vacation weeks this year, just submit the form located on SWA Life. Go to the Flight Ops tab, My Schedule, then Vacation Resources to request the shift at any time. Crew planning will wait and process the forms on the first of each month at the noon central deadline based on that vacation week's start date. Shifts to start vacation in an earlier month will happen two months in advance. Lastly, what happens to my floating vacation this year? The changes to floating vacation provisions will be implemented with the 2025 vacations. So old contract provisions will remain in place in 2024 for floaters. That's all for Q&A this week. Just a reminder, a more robust Q&A can be found at swapit.org, along with all the resources for the CBA under the Contract Corner tab. Thank you for joining this week's Ride Report. If you missed anything, the transcript will be on the podcast page under the Communications tab on swapa.org. Fly safe, fly informed.